Chapter Five of Divine Healing by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Not by our own power. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Acts chapter 3, verse 12. As soon as the impotent man had been healed at the gate of the temple through Peter and John, the people ran together unto them. Peter, seeing this miracle was attributed to their power and holiness, loses no time in setting them right by telling them that all the glory of this miracle belongs to Jesus, and that it is he in whom we must believe. Peter and John were undoubtedly full of faith and of holiness. Perhaps even they may have been the most holy and zealous servants of God in their time, otherwise God might not have chosen them as instruments in this case of healing. But they knew that their holiness of life was not of themselves, that it was of God through the Holy Spirit. They think so little of themselves that they ignore their own holiness, and know only one thing, that all power belongs to their master. They hasten, then, to declare that in this thing they count for nothing, that it is the work of the Lord alone. This is the object of divine healing, to be a proof of the power of Jesus, a witness in the eyes of men of what he is, proclaiming his divine intervention and attracting hearts to him not by our own power or holiness. Thus it becomes those to speak whom the Lord is pleased to use in helping others by their faith. It is necessary to insist on this because of the tendency of believers to think the contrary. Those who have recovered their health in answer to the prayer of faith, the supplication of a righteous man availeth much in its working, James 5.16, Revised Version, are in danger of being too much occupied with the human instrument which God is pleased to employ, and to think that the power lies in man's piety. Doubtless the prayer of faith is the result of real godliness, but those who possess it will be the first to acknowledge that it does not come from themselves, nor from any effort of their own. They fear to rob the Lord of the least particle of the glory which belongs to Him, and they know that if they do so, they will compel him to withdraw his grace from them. It is their great desire to see the souls which God has blessed through them enter into a direct and increasingly intimate communion with the Lord Jesus Christ himself, since that is the result which their healing should produce. Thus they insist that it is not caused by their own power or holiness. Such testimony on their part is necessary to reply to the erroneous accusations of unbelievers. The Church of Christ needs to hear clearly announced that it is on account of her worldliness and unbelief that she has lost these spiritual gifts of healing, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 9, and that the Lord restores to those who, with faith and obedience, have consecrated their lives to Him. This grace cannot reappear without being preceded by a renewal of faith and of holiness. But then, says the world, and with it a large number of Christians, you are laying claim to the possession of a higher order of faith and holiness. You consider yourselves holier than others. To such accusations this word of Peter is the only reply before God and before man, confirmed by a life of deep and real humility, not by our own power or holiness. 
not unto us o lord not unto us but unto thy name give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake psalm 115 verse 1 such a testimony is also necessary in view of our own heart and of the wiles of satan as long as through the church's unfaithfulness the gifts of healing are but rarely given those children of god who have received these gifts are in danger of priding themselves upon them and of imagining that they have in themselves something exceptionally meritorious the enemy does not forget to persecute them by such insinuations and woe unto them if they listen to him they are not ignorant of his devices therefore they need to pray continually to the lord to keep them in humility the true means of obtaining continually more grace if they persevere in humility they will recognize that the more god makes use of them the more also will they be penetrated with the conviction that it is god alone who works by them and that all the glory belongs to him not i but the grace of god which is with me first corinthians fifteen ten such is their watchword finally this testimony is useful for the feeble ones who long for salvation and who desire to receive christ as their healer they hear of full consecration and entire obedience but they form a false idea of it they think they must in themselves attain to a high degree of knowledge and of perfection and they fall a prey to discouragement no no it is not by our own power or holiness that we obtain these graces but by a faith quite simple a childlike faith which knows that it has no power nor holiness of its own and which commits itself completely to him who is faithful and whose almightiness can fulfil his promise oh let us not seek to do or to be anything of ourselves it is only as we feel our own powerlessness and expect all from god and from his word that we realize the glorious way in which the lord heals sickness by faith in his name End of chapter 5